The following is a community recording of the decentralized storyline for the Web3 game Planet Quest. For more information, please visit planetquest.io. Chapter 6 The Ides Report from the 22nd Conference of the Universal Council, Time of Zeta Sagittarii 3.32, held on board Station Ignis in the neutral center of the core systems. Council members for the Empire, Ji Yung Ju, Morai Crane. Council members for the Federation, Kim Lee, Victor Huxley, Elijah Burke. Council members for the Union, Aish Phoenix, Mandla Bankole, Trice Chavos. The following is a transcript of the briefing on the relevant vote for those involved in the Explorer program. It seems the activity around Mamiya is increasing. The bursts of light are more frequent and cover the entire planet. Now that the evacuation of Kepler-7 is complete, an investigation into the Pinnacle's malfunctioning quantum drive can begin full force, the Universal Council will send reinforcements to the Panopea as soon as it can. Our crew analyzing the disappearance of the Crimson Wolves command ship has isolated the quantum wave data from before the ship vanished. At first glance, this data appears similar to the most recent readings from the Pinnacle. Further research will hopefully shed more light on this. Moving on to our main discussion for this week. Most of you will already know this, but Councillor Canis has been murdered. Before we have the time to mourn his tragic passing, it falls to the Council to make a decision. Julius Lacanus' death was no accident, that much is clear. His ship departed Station Ignis directly after the 21st conference, returning to the Eden planet of House Lacanus for the execution. Slightly before arrival, the crew checked on Lacanus, who had been in his cabin the entire journey. Through the comms, Lacanus assured them that he was doing fine and asked the crew to leave him be. As the doors to his cabins were gene locked, the crew waited till arriving on Eden Lacanus before having Marsha Lacanus, Julius's wife, open the door. It was there that Julius was found, stabbed in the back with a curved dagger, his robes drenched a pool of blood around him. Upon brief examination of the comms, the crew found that they had been wired to loop the same audio. The particular nature of the veins in Julius's forehead identified that the dagger was also not the main cause of death, but rather a poison manufactured primarily in the Federation. Another peculiarity of this incident is that Councilor Canis's room contains a trigger for raising the alarm. The position of his body suggests he would have been more than capable of using this, but did not do so. Records of entry to the Councilor Canis's room show only two other occupants in the time before the ship departed Station Ignis. Councilor Crane and Anna Pliskova, 
assistant to Councillor Huxley. Anna Pliskova was the last to enter the councillor's room, only an hour before his ship left the station. After hearing this, House Lacanus consulted the oracle, which assured the emperor that the murderer did not come from within. House Lacanus is now demanding the council hand over Anna Pliskova to them so they may put her to justice. Other factions, and even some of the imperial council members here, are somewhat skeptical. The Empire often eschews DNA scans, believing them a disregard for the Oracle's insight. However, if ordered by the Council, House Lacanus could be made to conduct one of the knife that stabbed Julius. Additionally, though the Emperor continues to distance himself from this issue, Councilor Member Ji Yung Ju has assured us that if the council chooses to place its trust in the oracle in this instant, the empire will offer the aid of their artifact to the council for a single vote in the future. Thus, the vote is placed before the council as follows. Does the council offer up Anna Pliskova to House Lacanus to prevent further escalation? in return for a single use of the oracle in the future? Or does the council order that a DNA scan be conducted on the blade that stabbed Julius Lacanus and risk angering his house further? Your faction contact will issue a statement shortly in your respective voting channels before the commencement of the vote, 12 hours from now. Empire Storyline, a directive from Ji Yung Ju, Emissary of the Emperor. What a dark day this is for the Empire. One of our own, from a house as esteemed as Lycanus, has been killed in cold blood. By a Federation lackey, no less. No, we mustn't leap to conclusion. As I have said before, explorers, the songs of the Oracle carry much weight but sometimes we cannot see exactly how heavy their burden is. House Lycanus may be right, but one cannot deny that grief has clouded their vision. Marshal Lycanus is hardly in her right state of mind, and to seek direct action from the council on such a matter is well. The house will face consequences for it. Our glorious emperor, may he outlive the stars, will see to that. Furthermore, this situation has driven us into a corner. The council would never part ways with this conniving witch, if Imperator Solus had not ordained to offer the services of the Oracle, an artifact that is the Empire's by right. I have been assured that this is so the Empire does not look weak, as petulant children begging for the council's grace. Of course, this is mainly a rodimentate having to give up our Oracle to the credence that the council would be the highest of insults. As detestable as a DNA scan might be, it may not be wise to let the whims of a single house influence the path of the empire. Our emperor has washed his hands of this situation, which by consequence assigns you as emissaries of the empire in this vote. Carry the oracle's burden forward, and brighten this dark day. Sicator, ad astra. Voting Results the Universal Council has consolidated the votes of each of the factions. Offer up Anna, zero. 
Conduct a DNA scan. 3. Empire Federation Union. The final vote is in favor of conducting a DNA scan on the knife that stabbed Julius Lacanus. Marsha Lacanus and her house have been informed of this decision. Though the outcome has clearly angered the house, they have done nothing to directly oppose the scan. A fleet containing some of the council's best forensic scientists has already been dispatched and we are expecting results from the DNA scan soon. The turn. Transmission from Chaya Aden on board the Clavalum. Origin: Lycanus luxury travel vessel, the Clavalum, orbiting Eden Lycanus. Dating: First report: Time of Zeta Sagittarii 3.32. Designation: Forensic report. The requested DNA scan and forensic analysis has been completed. Apologies for the delayed arrival of this report. We, well, our team wanted to make sure that the information we obtained was accurate. We've done multiple tests and collected multiple samples, not only from the dagger, but from the room itself, to corroborate the data. DNA scans are not easy to tamper with, but if the sample size is limited, it is possible, hence the need for additional samples. We've found that the accounts and records of Moira Crane and Anna Pliskova visiting the counselor's cabin are correct, genetic prints of both women matching the council's database were found in the room. Additionally, cause of death for counselor Lycanus is now confirmed to be the Federation-made poison, and not the initial wound. The poison itself is slow-acting, and from the pattern of the bloodstains in the room, it seems that Councillor Lycanus was conscious for at least 10 minutes from the onset of the poison until his death. This raises further questions as to why he did not raise the alarm, but this next piece of data may raise other, more pressing ones. The genetic information our team found on the dagger, as well as about the room, and, most surprisingly, in the liquid on the councillor's robes, was neither Anna Pliskova nor Moira Cranes. It did not, in fact, exist at all in the council's database. This is not wholly surprising, as the database is far from exhaustive, but meant that our team had to consult genetic records of each faction individually. It was in the genetic records of the Empire that we found a match and professionalism compels me to first restate the exhaustive nature of our team's analysis. Manufacturing a result as convincing as this is near impossible. The genetic print on the dagger lodged in Councillor Lycanus' back belonged to Montes Lycanus, leader of the Crimson Wolves, and the man who, to my team's knowledge, is imprisoned hundreds of miles below us in a cell on Eden Lycanus. Transmission ends. Members of the Noble House on Eden Lycanus have also been forwarded this transmission. Marcia Lycanus cut off communication with the Council since the vote was relayed to her, but other members of House Lycanus have reached out to offer information on her behalf. They have confirmed that Montez Lycanus remains in his cell, held by the strongest chains Imperial Forge Worlds can produce. He is under constant supervision, and none of House Lycanus's guards have reported any unusual activity. 
His execution, however, has apparently been postponed indefinitely by order of the Emperor. Furthermore, the Universal Council has been informed by members of House Lycanus that the Noble House will be removing itself from any involvement in this affair, and that the matter is no longer the Council's concern. The Council ships have been dismissed and are currently making their journey back. This, in turn, means that Miss Bliskova is no longer directly involved in the incident. She has been released from confinement on Station Ignis and will be reinstated as the Federation's faction contact for those involved in the Explorer program. <laughs>